Hi, I'm James P. Friel. And I'm Dean Holland. It's time to fasten your seatbelts, boys and girls. That's right. If you're an entrepreneur who's wanting to take your business to the next level and have a bit of fun while getting cutting edge advice on your business, marketing, and sales, welcome to Just the Tips, arguably the best podcast in the entire world. I guess that's good, right? Yeah, sounds good to me. All right. That was easy. That was the easiest thing we did all day. Yeah. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Just the Tips. This is James P. Friel. I am very happy that you're here with us right now. We're just having an amazing day. I'm not going to lie. Dean and I have been recording like a whole bunch of podcasts, having all these awesome interviews. It's something new that we decided to try. And uh, he he just took a break. But if I'm not mistaken, he just rode back into the studio <laughs> on his white noble steed. <laughs> Welcome back to the show, Dean. <laughs> Ride I did at excessive speed. <laughs> How you doing, James? I'm good. So is the is the noble steed that you ride, is that like your daily driver or is that just strictly to come in and record the podcast? Well, some, sometimes sometimes it's just me and the noble steed. Sometimes I have a cart on the back and I have people, you know, pulling me along. Of course, as you yeah, would. Naturally. But dude, James, I got, I got to just stop you a second just before we, you know, introduce the guest. Did you happen to read the bio that was sent in for this particular guest. I did. I think, I'm not sure which line you're referring to. I'm going to refer to the line where it says, she's the wife to a red bearded hero. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So you didn't introduce me today as the bearded wonder, but you know, that that's an odd one there. We, you know, we got to watch out for this one. Well, it's okay. Your beard's not red. That's true. Right. And he's a hero and you're a wonder. I don't know this exactly what the this distinction is, is there. There's distinct differences here, isn't there, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah there is okay, distinct difference. Now. Stop worrying. You'll be okay? You've, we've put your mind to ease? Yeah. Okay, yeah. We can, we can continue. All right. Well, Stephanie, Blake, welcome to the show. Um, I don't know what you got yourself into, but I guess you're about to find out. <laughs> <laughs> I am so excited to be here, guys. Thank you so much. And yes, I am married to a handsome red bearded hero and his name is John, not Dean. So you're, you're okay. <laughs> yes. And he probably talks normal too. He probably doesn't sound like this guy on the show with us. He doesn't. He kind of has a little bit of a Southern twang, just a little. <laughs> oh, right. Right. Totally different then. Awesome. Well, well, Stephanie, we're super excited to have you here with us today. You know, one of the things that you've become known for is all things bot related, right? There's a lot of different things that you can do with bots now and messaging and, and marketing and like all that stuff. And I want to get into that. You know, there's kind of a lot of buzz around it, but I don't feel like everybody really knows how to use these tools, right? And so you've you've got a lot going on with them and a lot of experience. So I want to dig into that. But before we get to that, how did you get into this marketing game? I don't even think I know that. Oh my gosh. Well, uh, it's kind of a crazy story. And it all started one day when I was born. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it, I was born and I wrote a Facebook app. <laughs> That's what happened. <laughs> no, um, I won't go back that far, but I, it feels like the journey kind of, you know, starts, it's all woven in together. But the brunt of it is about four years ago, I, I've always been a computer geek. I, my background is in network engineering and management. I love, you know, working, I used to work in land departments, got my MCSC, you know, like all these Microsoft certifications. So that was kind of my background. And then um, through a series of events, I was able to start working from home 
for this business called Business to Blogger. And uh, it was awesome. I, I learned so much and like came out of kind of corporate type training into this digital marketing world, working with these multi-million dollar bloggers. And I was like, you guys are crazy. I cannot believe you talk like this and people read your stuff and you make money. Like what is happening? So I had that huge learning curve. But while I was working for Business to Blogger, I was also, I have four children. I was homeschooling and um, my husband was actually working two jobs and um, we were actually struggling pretty hardcore. I, I was very important for me to work from home because um, some of my children just learn differently and the public school system just wasn't a good fit for some of them. Some of them, it was perfect fit, but not for the for some of them. So anyway, I'm working this job from home. I'm also homeschooling. My husband's working two jobs and then I get an email and uh, basically the company is being sold and I would no longer have a position in about a month. And I was like, what? Like my husband can't work any more jobs, right? Like we're tapped out. I thought he was a hero. Like a hero should be able to work at least six jobs. <laughs> right. Well, you know, he was my hero for doing at least the two and still being an amazing father. And like from there, it was just like, what am I going to do? And so I had taken all these courses. I'm an avid learner. And I would I had taken these courses online. Uh, shout out to Billy Jean. My, it was my very first Facebook ads course, Clicks into Customers. And I took the information that I had learned in that course and I reached out to a local chiropractor. And I asked him if I could run some Facebook ads for him. And he very, very, very reluctantly said yes. And because he was like, he knew me as this homeschooling mom, like not from my technology side or anything. So he's like, what? So anyway, he says yes. By the end of the month, he has around 80 new leads and it's equated to tens of thousands of dollars of extra revenue for him. And he's like, okay, what do we need to do? So I said, hey, have a webinar with me. Invite 10 of your, and bring some chiropractic buddies um, from all over the US. He brought 10, nine out of 10 of those guys signed. I started running ads for them, getting awesome results. And I just grew from referrals. We did uh, online coaching, uh, online co- uh, Facebook ads for online coaches and launches and all sorts of awesome stuff. It just developed and grew. And anyway, because of my love of technology, I love to stay on top of the newest stuff that's happening. And whenever Messenger Bots rolled out about almost about two years ago now, I just dove in and I uh, consumed every bit of content I could find, all the courses I could find. And I was like, this is a game changer. This is like, if you could have been at the beginning of Facebook, whenever Facebook first started Facebook pages and the organic reach was actually a thing. And, you know, if you could dive in at the very beginning, this is one of those things that's going to be a game changer. And so whenever the, you know, the business was sold, I started Social Sparrow, brought my husband home and um, dove into all of that and then got into messenger bots. And I've just become just someone who's so passionate about it. I just want all entrepreneurs to tap into this awesome opportunity and this new, it's truly a revolution in the way that we communicate with our customers. So it's, it's awesome. That's amazing. So just yeah. to put it in perspective, like how long ago did all of this happen? Like when did you like bring your husband home? And yeah, it's about that. three and a half years ago. Right. Okay. Pretty oh, crazy, right? Crazy that's, ride. Yeah. So crazy. <laughs> yeah. And, awesome. Yeah. Is there is there a messenger bot sequence you can help me create to find a new podcast co-host? <laughs> hey, we can always work something out. There's always a bot for that. Although I don't know, I feel like Dean is okay. kind of irreplaceable. <laughs> I, I uh, like the way this is heading. He, he, no, he, I don't know. She obviously it. hasn't listened. Well, to that he's got many a beard. Shows. Although I, will, um, I do, I do love that. That there's always a bot for that. I do. There's always a bot. I love that. <laughs> so let's just take let's like sort of start from the top. What is the purpose of a bot? Like why would why as a marketer would I even want to you know kind of go down this rabbit hole? What a bot is is simply put a way for businesses to communicate with their customers via Facebook Messenger. 
So that's like the simplest way I've figured out to put it. But the reason why you want to pay attention to it is just simply because this is just one of the many reasons, but with email open rates, what they are nowadays, you know, it's, it's so hard because you'll have, okay, let's just say you have a hundred people, right? hundred people sign up for a webinar. And out of those hundred people, once it's said and done with only about 20, maybe even 30% of those people actually open the emails after they've registered for the webinar. So that seriously affects your show up rate, right? Whereas if you actually handled that webinar registration and you had bots involved in that whole process, you can have 80 to 90% open rates. So instead of 100 people raising their hand saying, hey, I want to hear from you, and then only 20 of them actually getting to hear from you, changing that story from 20 to 80 of those people to 90 of those people. Like you can imagine the impact. Like we're in business to make an impact, right? And because of that, like if you're just using email, you're only making a percentage, a small percentage of the impact that's possible, right? So that's that's the main reason for me that bots are so important for entrepreneurs to pay attention to now. On top of the fact, it's truly changing the way we communicate. Like I called it a revolution in communication earlier because it truly is. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of um, RCS. I had never heard of it before the mini chat conference uh, just recently, but apparently Google and a lot of the big players are talking to the phone companies about changing from SMS to RCS. So that um, instead of just regular text messaging, it's actually going to change to where it's just like what we experience in a bot with buttons and links and all sorts of crazy stuff. And so, I mean, if we know how to play in a bot platform, in a bot world, we know how to communicate well, then that's going to translate over to all the new changes that happen in text messaging and anything else that rolls out on WhatsApp and, and all those things. Are you ever afraid that we're heading down a path where Arnold Schwarzenegger is going to have to come back and save us from the future? <laughs> I think so. I think Marty McFly might have to come back and, and help us fix some things in his DeLorean is what I, I'm thinking. But <laughs> I for, so. for real, I don't know. I think, I think as long, you know, there's always going to be people who mess stuff up, right? They take stuff and they make it spammy. Dean, <laughs> Dean. You're going to say, it's usually a marketer. They pretty much ruin everything. <laughs> it's always a marketer. <laughs> it's always a marketer. And yeah, I mean, but I feel like the, for those of us who play nice, um, I feel like Facebook is really trying to make sure that they elevate those who play by the rules and um, they're trying to protect Messenger mm. so that it doesn't go the way of email and just to total spammy nastiness. So let's talk about that. So so there's obviously, you know, there's all these great open rates and as you're indicating, with great power comes great responsibility. How do you take the the bots and actually get them to work for you? Like what's What's some of the secret behind that? Because I know I've seen some and I'm just like, man, I might've opened it because it looked like something I should open. And then as soon as I opened, I was like, this is crap. Mm -hmm. And I just like want to get out of there right away. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. I think it, it what it takes to make it work for you is uh, two things. One is learning, making sure you know your customer. I mean, I feel like that's part of marketing anyway, but making sure you know what are they actually looking for and, and how do you have fun with them and, and nurture a relationship inside of the bot. And if you, the, the clients that I have that know their audience the best, they have a blast. So like, like James, we're like this podcast, it's, it's fun and it's, it's laid back and it's a conversational type of podcast. Right. And so the people who are listening to this podcast are people who are going to enjoy that. Right. So if you took that over into the bot, then of course your bot would reflect that type of conversation and, and you would nurture them in a way with jokes and funny things and gifs and, and just 
awesome things that make you want to tune in, right? Um, and if you can, if, if we, as people who are using bots, can make sure that we're thinking about our customer and how to nurture them inside of the bot and truly give them value, then, the, then it's going to work for you. And the, the second part is just that bots are not the end-all, be-all solution. It's really looking at your entire strategy in marketing and say, okay, I've got this funnel. Now, how am I going to work bots into that funnel? Or, you know, how, how is that, how do the strategies go together? And so if you look at, I know John Parks was talking about having a eagle eye view, I guess, of your marketing and what you're doing and looking to see how can bots actually serve them here and maybe not even in a sales way. Maybe it's just a nurturing way. And then you sell an email or you just direct them to webinars where you sell, but it's pure value inside of the bot. Um, so it's really just knowing your audience. And if you do, then you're developing and nurturing that relationship. And, and that's a beautiful thing because that's what we want, right? Human to human connection. Human to bot to human connection. <laughs> yes. Yes, it's true. That's true. Yeah. Let's talk about some great examples. I think great examples probably really drive some of this stuff home. So like where where have you seen, you know, knowing knowing your your audience, knowing your customer and and using the power of, you know, all these higher open rates and the customization of these bots? Like where's, where's a couple scenarios where we've seen it work really well? Yeah. So I'm going to tell you my favorite. So there's an awesome woman named LJ Johnson, and she runs a business called Smart Moms Love Disney. And so she, LJ came to me about a year or so ago and we started working together on the, her basic bot build out. Right. But she took on bots like you would not believe, like she is a bot fanatic just as much as I am. And I, I would, I would venture to call her a bot evangelist. Like she tells everybody about bots and I love it. And the reason why is <laughs> That woman, she's like at this on a street corner. Yes. Get your bot. No, I'm not kidding. Every, every like event that we go to, I will find her in a corner, like either forcefully building someone else's bot or like telling them about it. Or I mean, seriously, <laughs> she she's got like one of those like big boards, like the sandwich boards. She's standing in a corner. It's like the bots are coming. <laughs> you need a bot. No, she's like Oprah. You know, you need a bot, and you need a bot. <laughs> and I, I, I get that because once you get a taste and you understand what's possible, it is highly contagious. And if you care about people, you want everybody to know about this incredible opportunity. And so what she's done and what I think is so magical and why she's a good example is she knew that people who are going to Disney have all of these options and there's serious FOMO, right? You don't want to miss out on that one cupcake or you know, get the wrong dinner plan or miss out on your fast passes and like all these things that people worry about when they go to Disney. And um, so she creates these quizzes that will walk people through their individual like fears <laughs> and help them make sure they don't miss the cupcake that's right for them. And she does so much more with them. She even does, she, I think the first time she did a launch, she made $25,000 doing an affiliate deal through the people that she had gotten into her bot. And she just used one of the growth tools, got people in with an affiliate offer, spoke their language and made $25,000. But I think she's, she's one of the best examples that I can think of. Although Tony Robbins, I feel like is doing a little bit better job with his bot. Um, if you can go subscribe to his and you can see that he's trying to develop more of a relationship before he was just kind of like, here's my event, here's my other event. And, uh, here's another event. Um, but now it's getting to where he's sending out some information so that you can actually grow and learn as someone who wants to learn from Tony Robbins. So right. when you're, when, how do you get people on the bot list? I mean, I think that's probably one of the things that, you know, you got to start with, right? How, how do you get, how do you encourage people to get on there? Cause is there, is there a resistance to people getting on those lists because like, oh man, now I'm going to get spammed from another angle or, 
or are people pretty open to opting into those things? Yeah. So I think the majority of all opting into bots is not where they say, hey, come and join my bot subscriber list. It's more like, hey, to get my PDF, click here. And whenever they click, you actually go over into Messenger and you become a bot subscriber and you get that PDF or whatever they were delivering, whatever lead magnet. Um, but there's tons of way, pe- tons of ways that people can get into the bot. With um, I, I prefer ManyChat. There's a lot of different uh, platforms you can build bots on. But to me, ManyChat is the clear category king. Whenever it comes to building messenger bots, they're incredible. Have great community. They're working with Facebook seamlessly. They're a Facebook partner. Um, but inside of ManyChat, there's these growth tools. Uh, there's messenger codes, so you can put a messenger code on your business card, and so people can come into your bot and become a subscriber because they connect with you through that messenger code. There's links, your messenger ref URLs, where you can put links in your emails, um, use them in ads or put them in Facebook groups. There's also pop-ups, there's overlays. And I won't, I mean, there's, there's a ton of them. I can name them all for you, but the gist is, is there's the, the, your creativity is the limit as far as how you can get people into the bot. If you have an idea, most likely there's a growth tool that can facilitate that idea turning into a way for people to go ahead and come on inside of, into your bot. There is one other way. People can go to your Facebook page and press send message, and then they're automatically um, subscribed to your bot once they do that as well. Nice. Okay. And I guess there's an element as well that like we're sort of marketing type geeky people. So, but I'd imagine outside of say our space people won't know what a bot is will they it's not like like you just said there stephanie like if you say click here and i'll send you the pdf like nobody knows i guess they're not thinking about it being a bot i guess exactly yeah exactly they're like wait what's happening and if you do it right then they have a good experience but if you do it wrong they're like uh unsubscribe me and they can even report your page and get your facebook page shut down if you get enough um negative interactions inside of the bot um but like i said if you do it right then you're you're gonna have a great nurturing relationship inside of the bot where it feels like they're literally communicating with you directly so in terms of like the example that you use like downloading a a lead magnet or pdf or something like that are you seeing a significant cost benefit for getting people to opt in that way versus going to a traditional landing page and opting in via email? Absolutely. Um, especially in untapped, where, where people aren't in niches where this isn't being taken uh, advantage of or used. Um, definitely. We see cost per lead much, much lower, especially whenever you um, hit hit it on hit the nail on the head. So for one of my clients, we have this freebie, uh, lead magnet. And I mean, for at the very beginning, it's not this now, but at the very beginning, I mean, we were getting opt-ins for 20 cents and 30 cents and then delivering this free lead magnet. And then we have the flow that delivers the magnet. But then after that, it takes them into, um, an op- some opportunities, you know, to purchase products or to sign up for different things. And man, you cannot beat a 20 cent, you know, lead that it's basically a funnel within messenger. And do you ever, do you ever like get that lead over to email as well. I I guess like the reason I ask is everybody said in, in marketing, right? Like, you know, you want to get people off all these other platforms onto your list. Right. And with the bot, is that like, where does that list live? Like, do you truly own that list or is that on the Facebook side or is it on your side of things? Like, how does that work? I love that question. So no, you don't own it. So the email list is never going to be dead. I I don't think, I mean, apart from some kind of crazy apocalyptic something, I don't know, but (laughs) 
you always need to continue to grow your email list. So once I, my, my uh, standard is that once they're inside of the bot, I want to think of a creative way to go ahead and get their email address. But then here's the really cool thing is in many chat, it literally can pre-populate the email address that they gave Facebook. So there's a lot of different like, you know, debates about whether or not the email that, that people give to Facebook is more legitimate than emails they might be using when signing up for a lead magnet. In my experience, it's usually their genuine email. Like it's, it's a good email. And so in many chat, you can have it say, okay, if this is your email, click tap it below or tap your email below. And many chat pre-populates that from whatever they've entered in on Facebook. So you've got their Facebook email and you can do the same thing with the phone number. You can't get it unless they tap to give it to you. But, um, so my recommendation is when using a bot strategy, that that's always a part of your bot strategy, that you're going to get their email address as well. And then you can use Zapier and you can send it right over to your autoresponder or your CRM. And how many people like given the option, like, Hey, is this your email address? Like, we'll just like, yeah, that's it. Just tap and say yes. So if it's done right, like uh, right now, everybody is trained to give their email addresses for lead magnets, right? So they click and they come into the bot. They don't really know they've been subscribed. They just know that they're in somewhere that they're going to get their lead magnet. So if you make the very first thing you do is say, awesome, can't wait to get the lead magnet over to you. What's your email address? Or is this your email email address below? Uh, Tap it below. And then after they do, you deliver the lead magnet right there inside of the bot, or you can simply deliver it via email still. Or you could do both. Or you could do both. Exactly. Right. Right. That's awesome. Uh-huh. That is really awesome. That's that's pretty amazing there, you know, 20 cents. Like what's um what what I mean, what's typical? I mean, 20 cents a a lead sounds very, very good. What's what's more like average or realistic? Um, well, realistically, like in our agency, I, so my agency is Social Sparrow, and uh, in that, I mean, we look to get around a dollar a lead, a dollar twenty-five, something like that. Um, and and again, I'd love to say what's in general, what is it? But de- depending on the niche. It's uh, crazy. Like we serve a ton of chiropractors. We, we still, we slay it for chiropractors. The majority of my social sparrow clients are chiropractors. And um, so for them, a lead is going to be anywhere from $5 to 10 or 15, but that lead's going to come into the office and they're going to convert at a, a high ticket value. Um, whereas, you know, um, I have another client who is an awesome high-end designer who trains other high-end designers. And so for her, we're getting around a dollar, a dollar a lead or so, but she's really fine tuned. Again, it is always, it always comes back to knowing your audience and knowing your people and what their real pain points are and how to speak to them correctly. And she's got that nailed. So, you know, $1, uh, kills it for her. Yeah. Yeah. So here's a a question I'd love to know. So in in my simple view, like to me, like having someone come to your bot and and come through a process is kind of like what, like uh, building an email sequence in your autoresponder, right? They they subscribe and then you can send them through a sequence of emails. Mm -hmm. So with messenger bots, is it is it a best practice to kind of have a predefined sequence or path of messages and communications that you send them down? Or is it really more a case of like get them subscribed and then you're doing like broadcast messages to well their if i had my way everybody would be doing both of those two things <laughs> um I, you know, I, I feel like, you know, especially if you're an influencer, every time you go live, you want to let everybody know. And there's a lot of people who would love to know when you go live. So it makes sense to let the bot, your bot subscribers know when you're going to go live, like five minutes before, and you send out a broadcast and say, Hey guys, I'm going live and give them a link over to your profile. Um, at the same time, that same influencer should also be looking at 2019 and saying, Hey, 
do I want to run any challenges through my bot? Like, do I want to invite people in? Because you can set up sequences that will deliver uh, once a week, once a month. Uh, you know, I have people who have sequences that are like 90 days, like, but it, but it's training done for an MLM. So they, they've got day one training, day two training, day three training. Um, and it just delivers via bot. So you get those lovely 80 to 90% open rates, right? And then the click-through rates are incredible. And so, um, uh, to me, there's the flow that you get them into the bot with, but you all, it's just like with a funnel. With a funnel, the worst thing you can do is only focus on just the beginning funnel. Like, oh, okay, I'm going to send them through. They've got a tripwire. I've got a OTO and, and they made it through and I made X amount of money, but then this chunk of people didn't even buy. Like they made it to the landing page and they opted in, but they didn't take the tripwire. They didn't take the, they didn't take anything. Well, what happens to those people? Well, you need to have a marketing plan for them. You need to have a way to communicate with them, provide value and serve them. And so it's the same thing with the bot. Once you get them in, you know, the fortune is in the follow-up as well as the impact is in the follow-up, right? So you have to have a plan of like, well, how am I going to communicate with them once I have them in the bot? Um, and what is that going to look like? Right. Yeah, makes a ton of sense. Fascinating. Um, where, um, I mean, we've kind of alluded to it a little bit here, you know, with various various things. But where do people make their biggest mistakes with with using these types of strategies? Yeah. James, good question. Thank you, Dean. Um, actually, I think it would have been better if Ramasio had told me that it was a good question. But I appreciate <laughs> you guys are awesome. Yes, I. You know, the biggest mistake I think is that people think that they can take email campaigns and just like copy and paste them into the bot, um, which is like the worst thing you can do. And uh, and 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 because emails don't translate over to, I, I say you have to botify your emails. It has to come forth as a conversation and who wants to sit there in messenger and get like five chunks and blocks of paragraphs of text. Like, I don't know you guys up for that. Nah, nah, no. It's like, I, I literally, I think I know like one person who would be cool with it. So you really have to think about your email in a different way and um, create a conversational flow for them. So you may be able to use the same content and the same goals and the same purposes of that email, but you might put a question in the middle for them to answer. And then you just break up the text and, and, and use it differently. And then secondly, uh, one of the biggest mistakes is that people aren't considering what it's like to be com communicated with via messenger. So they will message every day. And unless you have like raving fans, like crazy people raving, want to rip like your shirt off or something kind of fans like the Beatles, then <laughs> uh, James, <laughs> Of course, both of you have those kind of fans. So if that's the case, then you you definitely cannot, if it's not the case, you cannot message them every day. That's not the communication flow in Messenger. So you would look more so for like maybe once a week. And, um, and then you got to test your audience out and see if that flies. Unless you're doing some kind of challenge where they have anticipation of like, okay, I'm going to get a message one day, once every day for five days, then that's different. But if you get a bot subscriber and you start messaging them all the time, you're going to get them mad at you. And especially if you're not giving them a way to get out of your bot, they're going to report your page and you're going to create a lot of trouble for yourself and give bots a bad name. So don't do it. <laughs> yeah. You know, what I, you know what I love um, a thing because I did start looking into bots. To be honest, I signed up with ManyChat and we like I had to play around with it and it was just like put my geek hat on. I was like, this is so cool. Um, but then <laughs> anything with it it was crazy but one of the things in line with what you've just said there that i think is like really powerful which was 
one of my intentions to do when we get up and running with this is like you've just said there, like, what does your audience want? Would they like to hear from you daily? Is it weekly, twice weekly? Like, what is it? Like I, one of the things that I thought was awesome is how you can, you can let them decide. So like one mm-hmm. of the things that we sort of plotted out was like that being one of the first things like, look, we're going, so for example, like, Hey, we, so we go live every day or I do a blog post once a week. How often would you like to hear from me? Shall I send you a quick message daily? Or do you just want a summary once a week and let the, let the person decide. And that way it's kind of like they've, they've chosen their own path with you. And that's, I thought that was really quite a powerful thing. And yes. yeah. So you want to geek anyway. out for just a second? Like, do y'all remember those chapter, those choose your own adventure books? Yes. Weren't they the best? Yeah. They were the best. I mean, and that's what I think people love. Like I was talking with a guy that does um, YouTube ads and he does like a similar thing with, with YouTube ads. Like people choose their own path, like where they want to go with the next video. And I, I see this as the same. Yeah. John Loomer also had like a choose your own adventure type of Facebook ad thing going at one point where you indicate on the ad whether you were um, a beginner, intermediate or advanced. And depending on your choices and the landing page you landed on, you would get retargeted with intermediate oh, type stuff. Like how genius is that? So like that is cool. that's exactly what what bots give you the opportunity to do. You, you have the opportunity for people to raise their hand and say, this is what I'm interested in and then serve them content based off of exactly what they told you that they, they want to hear, they want to experience. And then as they're going through flows, depending on the answers, you can give them a completely different outcome. So it's a way to communicate with our customers. Unlike anything, in my opinion, unless y'all can think of something else. I mean, um, unparalleled because it's so fine tuned to what they're asking you. And, and for instance, I had another client, uh, the dad lab, he's got like millions of followers and we built a bot out for him on his Facebook page. And, um, one of his main things was, I want to know, um, who are the people that are watching my page? And, and he does like science experiments with his kids. And so, uh, he wanted to know, are they a caregiver? Are they the actual parent? Are they a sibling? And then furthermore, how many kids do they have? Then furthermore than that, what age ranges are they? And the whole point was at the end, after they've given that information, he can then tailor fit whenever he sends out an experiment or they do an experiment. If that's good for group age groups five through eight, then he can go send a broadcast out and say, Hey, I know you've got a kid that's ages five to eight. And I, we just did this cool experiment and we wanted to make sure we shared it with you. Like, how cool is that? I, yeah, that's awesome. it's an incredible experience and a way for to to help your customers know that they're seen and that you care about what their individual needs are. Yeah, very cool. Can I just one thing awesome. I, I would love to know? Like, yeah. I know we've spoke about sort of best practices of do's and don'ts, um, but one of the things I, I remember sort of being like almost made me sort of standoffish with it because I, I didn't want to break rules as such, but. Isn't there some kind of like strict thing that regards to who you can communicate with based on when they engage with you? Is there something around there, like a quite a big rule or or, or policy or something? Yeah, it's a booger. It's a it's a twenty four plus one rule. And so um, I can try, I'll try to simplify it, but basically it just means that you're not allowed to send ads or promotional materials to anybody who has not engaged with your bot within the last 24 hours. Um, And so and I know that sounds like, well, dang, that just busts my bubble with bots. Like what, what good is a bot if I can't send out something I'm selling to the people who subscribe to my bot? Well, the reality is, is you can send out non-promotional 
materials all you want to your boss subscriber list. It's just, you have to be creative about your promotional ones. So uh, literally there's a little mm-hmm. filter that as soon as in mini chat, whenever you're in broadcasting and you hit, uh, Oh, I want to send a promotional message. It will literally filter it down to the people who have interacted with your bot in the last 24 hours. So what you do is right. what I say is you got to make a godfather message. You got to make them an offer. They can't refuse. Right. And so really bad impression. Sorry guys. But <laughs> no, <it did>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. So you make them this offer, right? You, you think of something that, again, it's knowing your audience, right? It's serving them. So what is something you could send to them that they would be like, oh my gosh, that's a no brainer. I totally want that. Or like a behind the scenes, look at something, an audio recording, a new PDF you've got, or an invite to a special event or a coupon code. Actually, you can't do coupon codes. I take that back, but something for free. And then you send that to them. And then those people, let's say you have, uh, you know, a thousand people on your list and let's say 800 to 900 of those people then click on the quick reply you use in that message, giving them the free thing. Guess who's now been reactivated inside of the bot, those 800 to 900 people. So you can then follow up with a promotional message. And, and this is, this seems like a bad thing at first whenever you hear about it, but in actuality, it is a good thing because it's protecting the, the messenger users, Facebook messenger users, right? It's, it's making sure we put value first and, um, and the, and the customer first in some way, shape or form to make sure to give them information and not just spam people with stuff with ads and promotional materials all the time. So, so yeah, there's that ugly rule there, but also too. In 2000, I'm sorry, guys. I'm, I, I t- did I tell you I geek out about this stuff? No, I hadn't. I hadn't noticed. <laughs> okay. Well, um, in 2019, one thing everybody needs to pay attention to is as if you can get as many messages to your business page as possible. There is an ad type called sponsored messaging. And a lot of people have seen it inside of Ads Manager and stuff, but they haven't really played with it and they don't really know what it is. But basically, it's a way to send um, uh, messages right into Messenger, whether or not it's promotional or not, into the inboxes of everyone who has ever messaged your page. So the more people you have messaging your page, the more opportunities you're going to have within sponsored messaging to send out ads and promotional materials and not have to worry about the 24 plus one rule. Right. Does that make That's sense? Amazing. So it's, yeah. it's super kind of, I, I don't think a lot of people are diving into it because it even has a weird bidding structure and all this stuff, but um, super neat in 2019. So growing your bot list is just nothing but a smart move in 2019. Nice. And the good news is if you're somebody like Ramasio, you can get a bunch of people on your list and just talk about how amazing you are. <laughs> right. Yeah. <Best> practice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. And they'll eat it up, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. They'll just they won't be able to get enough of how much better you are than them. I think James, <laughs> you should do some pasta uh in, in tutorials cuz I would definitely subscribe to that bot. Yeah, <laughs> pasta tutorials. Yes. All right. I'll I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> this is awesome. There's a lot of miscommunication around what this stuff is for and how to use it and all that and so I really appreciate you, you know, kind of clearing some things up and and sharing some examples and things like that. So if people if people want to find out more about what you're doing or best practices with bots and stuff like that, um, how, how can they go about getting in touch with you? Yeah. Um, so they can for sure reach out to me on Facebook. That's for sure. One thing way, but also too, I have a free course called botboss.io, B-O-T-B-O-S-S.io. And it's a free course you can jump into where it just has the basics in there. So you can at least kind of wrap your brain around what is ManyChat and how do you use this sucker? And, and so that'll get you started. And, um, I think it's, 
really a great place to to dive in and kind of get your feet wet with bots and see how it can work for your business. So quick awesome. question, how is the course delivered? Kajabi. Oh, I thought you <laughs> was going to say by Messenger. Well, hold on now. Hold on. In all fairness, I went I went to the page, botboss.io. Right. And it's like, you know, a little robot looking dude. And then it says, would you like my free, my free BotBoss mini course? And then it sends you to Messenger. Yes. Okay. So it is delivered technically via Messenger, but once you I, sign I, up, it's made to Bobby. I apologize. I phrased it wrong. <laughs> you were out of line. I was team. completely <laughs> out of line. Dang. Yeah. Shame on you. I know. I know. I have to screw up. <laughs> and that's one of the fun things like in BotBoss, I told you there's a lot of growth tools. So whenever you go to, I'm sorry, in in Messenger and in ManyChat, but BotBoss.io is an example of uh, a landing page growth tool from ManyChat. And so that's just a super simplistic landing page that you can make and pixel. You can install your Facebook pixel on there. And um, so, yeah, so check it out. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Well, uh, well, Stephanie, thank you so much for being here. Really cool, like what you've been able to accomplish over the last couple of years. Yeah. Um, with your love of technology and bringing the red bearded hero home <laughs> and all that stuff. But, but I definitely think this is, it's really cool concept that if you understand it, you can get a lot of value out of it. You know, your cost per lead and stuff that you've been talking about is like absolutely awesome. And, and then I think just, you know, kind of having fun with it is sort of the big takeaway that I'm, I'm getting from you. You just sound like you're having a ton of fun and I'm like, all right, I want to have more fun too. So maybe I'll, get into the bot world. Absolutely. Absolutely. The bot world would love to have you guys. It would be seriously <laughs> because uh, we need more people who are doing it the right way. And we need people who are providing valuable and fun experiences inside of the bot. So come on over. The water is fine. All right. Sounds good. Well, thank you. Uh, thank you for being here. Yeah. Um, thank you to all of us, our, our listeners uh, for tuning in. We appreciate you guys. Uh, make sure you head on over to botboss.io and check out what Stephanie's up to. Yeah, thank you, Stephanie. It's been awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you guys so much. You're so fun. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks for tuning in to Just the Tips, where we believe business should be profitable and fun. For show notes, links, and other information on our guests, visit justthetipshow.com. For more information on how to connect with Dean Holland, visit deanholland.com. And if you'd like to get free from the day-to-day operations of your business while making more money, visit me at jamespfreel.com forward slash autopilot. Our theme music is Happy Happy Game Show by Kevin McLeod, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license.